0: Right now at Safeway, save on all your personal care favorites during the buy three, Save three dollar sale. During the buy three, Save three dollar sale at Safeway, buy three of your favorite personal care items like Dove Shampoo, Dove Antiperspirant Deodorant, Dove Men's Body Wash, Tresemme Hairspray, or Axe Shower Gel and save three dollars. Offer expires November 28th. Restrictions apply. Visit Safeway.com or head into your local store for full offer details. Command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Come on in, everybody. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on, it's time to pray. Let's go. Come on in, every single platform, and uh, do me a favor. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share. L W S. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share. When you share, people get saved. To God be the glory. Every single week, there has not been a week this year where somebody has not given their life to the Lord all this year. Prophet, good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Let's go, let's go. Every platform, speak to me as you come in. Let me know where you're watching from and share this video. It's Monday night, and every Monday night, we gather together to pray at 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. We normally pray for one hour. We're going to change that up here soon, but we normally pray for one hour. Birmingham, Nola, good to see you. shout Columbus, Ohio. Aurora, good to see you. i got my IG fam on both the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Search IG as well as YouTube, both pages, Facebook, both pages, Twitch, our app, our website, LinkedIn, everybody everywhere, we're in here. New York City, good to see you. Nashville, need your prayers. I got you tonight. Listen, we're gonna pray together. There is power in corporate prayer when we come together to pray. And that's what we do on Monday night. I want to encourage you to make this a part of your schedule, like block this time out. Because for most people, this hour that we pray together is going to be the longest consecutive period of time that you pray all week. And so I want to encourage you to make it matter. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. It is something that we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. Think about it this way. You get to go to the King of Kings, the Lord the great i am you get to go above everybody else's head and talk to god i need you to put a praise emoji in the comments for the privilege that we have to pray come on we're still doing roll call albany georgia montreal quebec jersey Northridge, california good to see you come on florida good to see you where else aurora mount vernon new york come on where do you want you from talk to me y'all somebody say drive and be safe while you're driving all right now uh, listen omaha nebraska Alpharetta, Georgia. Man, it's going so fast. Alpharetta, Georgia. That's ATL. Um, Columbus, Georgia. That's about an hour outside of ATL. Come on. Somebody says I'm echoing. Is that just your device or am I echoing for everybody? All right. Is that is that everybody's device um, on YouTube or is that just this one person's device? You all talk to me. If you can hear me good on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, I Apple website. Give me a thumbs up. And if, you, if I'm echoing to you, uh, just let me know that I'm echoing in the comments and we'll work on that. It may just be, okay, I think it's just your device. The person that said there's an echo, I think it's just your device. Houston, H-Town, Atlanta, North Carolina. We are in here tonight, everybody. Listen, as we gather together to pray, um, I want to encourage you, there's two things I'm going to have you to do a lot of when we pray. Number one, somebody says, I was just sending out your latest video. Go on, get it out, send it out. Come on back in. Um, Listen. Two things I'm going to have you to uh, do uh, when we pray tonight. Number one, I need you to know prayer is a dialogue. It's not a monologue. Mono meaning one, dia meaning two. So when we pray, God's going to respond and give us revelation. When we pray, God's going to respond and give us revelation. So most people, when they pray, they've never been taught to stand by and listen for the response. I want you to type this in the comments. He's responding. He's responding. Prayer is not just us talking and giving God a Christmas list. How many of you all? are doing Christmas time? When I was a kid, there used to be a big uh, JCPenney magazine that would come out or a really thick catalog that would come out. And I used to take pictures out of that, and I would get those pictures, and I would give those pictures to my mother, and I, and, and I would say, this is my list of stuff that I want. That's how many people pray. How many of y'all remember that, that J.C. Finney catalog, or maybe it was Cedars for you, or whatever, all right? Uh, for most people, they were never taught that once you pray, let him respond with revelation, because prayer is going to give you a strategy. Prayer is going to give you instructions. Once you pray, he's going to respond with Call this person, do this, reach out to this, look at this verse, do this, do this, do that, do that. It's all going to be there, all right? So I'm going to have you, when we pray, we're going to recognize, we're going to pray, I'll give you a revelation. We pray, I'll give you a revelation. We pray, I'll give you a revelation. Number two I thing I think that I'm going to have you to do in prayer a lot, I'm going to have you to type a lot in the comments. Matthew says, wherever two or three touch a green on anything. Come on, somebody says, it was serious for me. When two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. So I'm going to have you to type a lot in the comments. This is our way to agree. This is our way to agree. And when we stand in agreement, the Bible says anything is going to be done for us. There is power in agreement. And I need you to hear me. Please uh, do me a favor. Don't solicit on the page. Can I get you to not do that? All right. We'd love to keep you on, but I can't have you on there soliciting. All right? Um, that's not do that on your page. Not on mine. All right. Number three, um, I'm going to have you to say a lot. Proverbs 18, 21, life and death are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat its fruit. So there's a lot I'm going to have you to open your mouth and speak when we pray. Everybody hear me. There is no such thing as silent prayer. There is no such thing as silent prayer. The one time that you see anything similar to that appearing in scripture is with Hannah, and the Bible says, and she said in herself, she prayed in herself, woman with the issue of blood, and she said to herself, There is still something that is being spoken and released. All right, there's no such thing as silent prayer. Now, I know somebody technically asked the question, What about someone that can't speak? Well, obviously, in that instance, they would their speaking would be the form of thought. All right, but hear me. You got to open your mouth and say it. All right, y'all? Let's open into this thing. The Bible says enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Let's go. Father, we honor you and bless you tonight. Thank you, Father, for the privilege that we have to pray. Father, we bless you that we literally get to come to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the great I Am. And we know that you hear us. Your ear is not slack where you do not hear us. Father, not only do you hear us, but you respond to us tonight. We thank you tonight, God, for the privilege that we have to pray. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. It's something we get to do, not something we have to do. And we tell you, thank you, God. We get to cast our cares and our burdens upon you because you care for us. We get to release our stress to you and you're going to give us strategy. We get to release what's worrying us to you and you're going to release uh, something that works it out. We thank you for that privilege tonight. Now we ask that you forgive us for our sins, those committed normally and unknowingly. Father, we ask that you forgive us for our sin. That's where we have missed the mark. It is where we have made mistakes. Forgive us, God. Your word says in first John chapter one that if we confess our sins, That you are faithful and you are just to forgive us. So, therefore, when we pray tonight, God, we're not praying as sinners saved by grace. No. Romans says that we are praying as the righteousness of God. What does that mean? That we are in right standing with you. So, when we pray, we can have confidence. When we pray, we can pray with authority. When we pray, we can pray with boldness. Secondly, we ask that you forgive us tonight, God, for our transgression. And this is what we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. Father, that is an arrogant spirit. That is a prideful spirit. That is a mentality that is not like you. Forgive us for our arrogance. Forgive us for our pride. Forgive us for deviating, God, from what we knew to be right. What does that mean? We knew what the word said to do, but we did our own thing. We knew the right thing to do, but we did our own thing. Forgive us to not God. And lastly, we ask that you would Give us, God, for our iniquity. That's the generational sin that we have passed down and around. It is the sins of the fathers that have come to visit according to Numbers 14. The Bible says that the sins of the previous generations would visit to the third and the fourth generations. That word visits God and literally means it will come to lead, it will come to pastor, it will come to direct. Forgive us God for not interrupting the generational curses. And instead being cursed perpetuators. But we declare from this day forward that we are the curse breakers. Tonight, God, we cast our cares to you because you care for us. We cast our cares on you and all of our anxiety according to 1 Peter 5 and 7 because you care for us. We will not pray from a stressed place, Come on, y'all. We will not pray from a worried place. We will not pray from an anxious place. We will not pray from a, a place of uncertainty. But we will pray with our faith in you. Our faith is in you. Our faith is in the God of outcomes, not an outcome. Y'all pray. With me tonight, our faith is in you, God. That means regardless of the outcome, our faith is not shaken because you work all things together for our good. That's Romans 8 and 28. You make all things, the good, the bad, and the ugly, Work for our good. And for this, God, we say thank you. We bless your name tonight, God. Our faith is in you. Come on, let him know, y'all. Our faith is in you, Lord. It is not in an outcome. Which means if your answer is yes, we say thank you. If your answer is no, we say thank you. If your answer is hold on, we say thank you. If your answer is not now, we say thank you. If your answer is delayed, we say thank you. If your answer is "speeded up, we say thank you. If your answer is next year, we say thank you. If your answer is right here, right now, we say thank you. If Your answer is tomorrow, we say thank you. If Your answer is tonight, we say thank you. If Your answer is we're ready, we say thank you. If Your answer is we're not ready, we say thank you. If the answer is we're gonna get what we pray for immediately, we say thank you. If the answer is we're gonna have to let that thing develop, we say thank you. We will bless the Lord at all times. Come on, y'all pray with me tonight. We will bless the Lord at all times. And your praise shall continually be in our mouths. We take on an attitude of gratitude. We take on a disposition of celebration for you because you've been better to us, God, than we've been to ourselves. And we trust you. We trust you with our lives. Not our will, but your will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody, let's go up, drop amen right there in the comments. Amen, for those of you that don't know, it means I agree. I agree. And there's power in agreement. Wherever two or three touch agreement on anything that shall be done for them. Psalm 133, wherever there is unity or agreement, the Lord commands a blessing to be there. Let me teach you the power of this principle. You have to be careful when you're feeling negative or you're thinking negative that you don't get with somebody, get on the phone, get on a text, get on an email and start agreeing with negativity with somebody because there's power in your agreement and that agreement works both ways. It's bilateral. So which means it's not just for good stuff that you agree about. If you touch and agree uh, about a sickness, you just gave it a right to be there. If you agree about being broke, you just gave it a right to be there. If you agree about having a, a, a negative doctor's report, you just gave it a right to be there. If you agree about having a jacked up marriage, you just gave it a right to be there. So I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me just, uh, if there's a praise report over here um, about Nikki, then put the praise report in the comments for me, all right? Um, But I need you to hear me clearly. We're about to take this this moment to break free the power of anything negative that we came in agreement with. Wave at me if you know you've come in agreement with somebody. You came in agreement, wow, Uh, 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 just hold on one second, that's powerful. If you've ever come in agreement with something negative should I'm gonna pray for you. We're gonna pray. Stick with me. Stick with me. We're about to pray. Um, for those of you while you're responding, if you know you've ever agreed with something negative, wait with me. A couple of prayers ago, there was a prayer for an individual who was in um was in hospice, and we prayed and we covered that situation. And over here on the bishop form at IG, there's a praise support. They took her off life support. And last week, I happen to remember because I had that phone over here. I happen to remember that uh, uh, something that I prophesied concerning that that individual is praying uh, is breathing on their own off of the life support. Can you release a praise right there? We're about to cover this, but can you release a praise right there that he's still a God that works miracle signs and wonders? He's still a God. What do you mean release a praise, Bishop? Type a hand clap emoji, put the hands up emoji, put a hallelujah on the screen, put a thank you, Jesus, a glory, something. Y'all got to hear me. He's still a God that works miracles, signs, and wonders, all right? There's a scripture that we quote often in Harvest Search, um, 1 Samuel three nineteen. The Bible says, and the Lord was with the man of God and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. And, and I don't say this arrogantly. I don't say this to glorify me. I say this to glorify God. Uh, but you better hear me. Um, if if the Lord has me to release a word, you better hit me. Um, that thing is not going to fall to the ground. You can take that to the bank because it's him. It ain't me. It ain't Mr. Foreman. It's God. You got to hit me. I mean, there's power in that. So somebody said, I heard preachers say this. You ain't heard me say it. I heard preachers say You ain't heard me say it because it ain't me backing me up. It's God. All right. Let's cancel the power of everything negative we've agreed with. Father, your word makes it clear that agreement is powerful. It is so powerful that in Genesis, That when they agreed at the Tower of Babel, that even though what they were agreeing about was negative, that it still came to pass. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we activate, uh, Father, the same power we use to come into agreement with something negative concerning our lives. In Jesus' name, Father, we pray right now by faith that we cancel, everybody drop cancel in the comments, we cancel the power of everything negative that we've spoken. We cancel the power of everything negative that we have come into agreement with. Everything negative that we came into agreement with with people, everything negative we came into agreement with by touching and agreeing, everything negative that we came into agreement with because we didn't cancel it in the atmosphere. Father, your word says not only those who practice such things, but those who approve of those who practice such things with me. There are certain things that we have allowed to be spoken in the atmosphere that we didn't cancel out of the atmosphere. And because we didn't shut it down, we let it stay in the atmosphere. We cancel that too. Father, we are speaking spirits just like you. And Genesis, you said that you made us in your image and your likeness. You are a spirit. The scripture says that they that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. For God is spirit. You are a speaking spirit. So we cancel right now in the name of Jesus every negative thing that we have spoken or come in agreement with concerning ourselves concerning our future, concerning our lives, concerning our health. We cancel the power of anything that we are over or have stewardship over or have management over that we've spoken something negative over. As the leader declares, so goes the body. As the leader speaks, so goes the body. I pray for every person that's over anything. Come on. Every person that's a leader, that's a manager, that's a husband, that's a a single parent, that's a supervisor, that's a chief executive, that's an entrepreneur. I pray for every person that's over something. I pray, God, that whatever they spoke in negative over what they are over, that that be canceled too. Put it in the screen. That that be canceled too in Jesus' name. That means it comes to an end. That means that it comes to an end of cessation, secession, secession, that it no longer lives, that it is no longer permitted to be in the atmosphere, That is it's no longer to permitted to produce fruit. And for that we say thank you in Jesus' name. We pray. Come on, everybody, drop an amen right there. Do me a favor, guys, if you haven't already shared this video, make sure that you like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share people get saved. It is just that simple, all right? Listen, um, if you don't have our app, I want you to get our app. How do you get it? You're just going to text the word HARVEST to 55498. On both IG pages, it's going to get you all to type that in the comment section uh, so that people can screenshot it. Get our app. It's the best way to stay connected. Get message, messages, music, and more. We started a series yesterday, OMG. If you saw yesterday's message or listened to the podcast or watched the replay, just drop in the comments your response to yesterday's messages, both at 9.15 and at 15. Uh, I have two settings. I have two settings. Somebody says, is crypto giving still through in given? Great question. Um, we're phasing that out, um, but you can still access it. It's off of our website now because we're phasing it out. Um, but um, if you do it, just make sure you select the right harvest church. But we're phasing that out for crypto giving. We're phasing that out uh, with in given. Um, they have a lot of fees and things associated with that. So we're facing that out. All right. So to get our app text Harvest, drop your response to yesterday's work. Did God not speak to us yesterday? Let me put your comments up. Hey, Pakistan, good to see you. Fire. My goodness is one response in all caps. Wowie zowie. Everything I needed. Amazing. Nail on the head. Hands up. It was amazing. Fire. Demystified. Came from my life. Wow. Come on fire. Listen, I want to encourage you, go watch yesterday's message. That's why I encourage you to get that app. It's totally free for you because of the faithful giving of the people of harvest. I want to encourage you to get that app. Uh, yesterday could have been the entire series. Listen, we're just going to replay that message the whole rest of the month. Huh? Um, yesterday's message is called Demystifying the Devil. Somebody says I watched it twice today. It was called Demystifying um, the Devil. Um, this series we're in this month, somebody say, cut me all the way up. The series we're in this month is called Angels and Demons. It is a Christmas series like you've never heard before. Hear me. You are a spirit. I need mean, everybody to hear me. So everything about you is spiritual. Everything. Hey, please, again, don't solicit on the page. Can I get you not to do that? All right. Please don't do that. I'd love to keep you on the page, but I can't have you on the page trying to um, trying to solicit. All right. Um, yesterday's, somebody says, how do I watch? That's what you want. That's where you want to get the app text harvest to 55498 and you can get the app. They've got it. A few people have typed it in on the platforms. Let me do this. Uh, I'm gonna just pin this comment. And can I get somebody, boom, you got it, boom. All right, and then you get the app. That's the best way to watch it. But you can watch it on YouTube, Facebook, all, not Instagram, but YouTube, Facebook, all of our different platforms, our website, all of that. Somebody says, I just finished watching it before logging in tonight, mind blowing. Teaching was phenomenal. Um, so listen, you are a spirit. And everything about you is spiritual. Watch me. Everything in the earth is spiritual, whether you know it or not. Everything that exists in what we see started in what we don't see. That's the realm of the spirit or the realm of the supernatural, beyond natural. Um, I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me. Um, As it relates to that, you being a spirit means that your attacks are always going to begin as spiritual attacks. And watch me. Um, Where is that attack at, Bishop? Where does the enemy bring attacks? All right, let me me teach you this and then we're gonna pray. You are a tripart being. What does that mean? There are three parts to you. You are a spirit. That is your subconscious mind, your subconscious mind. You possess a soul. That's your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. And then you live in a physical body. This is a suit. This is not you. This is not me. Got it? Your body is not you. Your face, that's not you. This is the body that we wear. We are spirits. All right? Listen to me carefully. The attacks that come against you spiritually, they're all here. How many of you can admit that in the last 11 months, you have had some attacks that have came that have hit you? And you're like, what is this? What is this? What is this? Wave at me. Wave at me if that's been you. You've had some attacks that have hit you. Oh, man, my comments were coming in. Um, you've had some attacks that hit you like, what is this? What is this? What is this? What do that mean? Right? Um, here's what we're going to do. We're going to cover your mind because your subconscious mind, that's your spirit. What do you mean subconscious? That's the you that you are without trying to be you. That's the you that thinks a certain way automatically. That's the you that you are on autopilot. And that's the battlefield. That is the battlefield. That is the battlefield. The scripture says that Satan entered Judas like a thought. Is the Greek word, esarchoma, like a thought enters the mind. He says, Satan entered Judas. So how does Satan attack you? Through thoughts. He'll introduce a thought and he will sow a seed and then your mind will take that seed somewhere crazy. He will sow one thing and that one thing will take you somewhere crazy. We're about to cover your mind. Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, Father, we cover our minds because that's where the battlefield is. When the scripture says uh, that to fight the good fight of faith, that fight is right here. That fight is right in our minds. The celestial and the supernatural, it deals with the what John 6 says, are words and words are spirits. So anytime there's a spiritual attack, it's gonna begin with words. Those words will come to us as thoughts. So right now, we take authority over our minds, and we pray, God, that we have the mind of Christ. Your scripture says to take every thought captive, to take every thought captive, and that's what we do. That's Second Corinthians chapter 10. We take every thought captive right now in the name of Jesus, and we bring it into obedience to Christ. We bring it into obedience to your word. We declare that we will not allow crazy thoughts, messed up thoughts, jacked up thoughts to ruin our minds, to ruin our days. We take authority. I pray that Father, every crazy demonic satanic thought that enters our minds, that can, that would become destructive, we declare that we would renounce and we would rebuke. Drop all RR in the comments renounce and rebuke renounce means we say it doesn't have a right to stay in us and rebuke means don't come to me with no more <laughs> renounce means it doesn't have a right to stay in us and rebuke means don't come to me with any more of that the scripture records and uh, when Jesus was being tempted for 40 days and 40 nights the enemy kept coming at him and he was coming at him introducing thoughts If you're the son of God, if this, if this, if this, he was introducing thoughts to take Jesus down right here. But the Lord responded, It is written. I pray that every time a demonic, a satanic attack comes against us, that we would respond with, It is written. Come on, y'all. I need you to tap into the comments so you know how to respond to that punk, the enemy. It is written. It is written. Every time there was an attack against Jesus, Jesus responded, it is written, it is written, it is written. So Father, I pray that we would be full of your word so that we know how to respond to an attack so that when the enemy says we're not going to make it, we would respond that he that has begun a good work in me shall complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. It is written. So when the enemy says God doesn't love you because you made too many mistakes, we will respond that his love is everlasting and his mercy endures forever. And the enemy comes in and says that nothing is going to work for you. And nothing ever works out for you. You're always going to be in the same predicament. We will respond but Romans 8 and 28. All, it is written that all things work together for the good of them that love him and are called according to his purpose when the enemy comes in like a flood, we would say it is the lord that lifts up a standard against you father we declare that our minds would be subject to you in jesus name we pray come on drop an amen right there you all drop an amen right there we spent time in prayer tonight canceling every negative thing we come in agreement with we spent time in prayer covering our sins under the blood walking in forgiveness We've, watch me, we've just prayed now for our minds because that's where the battlefield is. I want to take time to pray like a scapel. I want to I want to take just this, one of the scriptures I used yesterday, like a scaffold. And I want to cover this in prayer because the scripture says, I'm going to take you to the scripture. Come on, computer. The scripture says in Luke 22 and three, it says that Satan entered Judas. Now I want you to hear me. Judas was around Jesus, but Satan still had an entry point. I need you to pay attention. Satan was still able to possess, by way of thought, Judas, even though he was around Jesus. Let me first help everybody understand me. Do not think it's strange when there's people around you that can turn on you. Is there anybody on prayer tonight where you've ever had people that were with you one day and then they turn? Oh, God, I've seen this. I've seen this recently. You got to hear me. You ever have people who, they were with you. They got it. They, they, they You knew they understood it. And then all of a sudden, they just turned. You're like, what is this? What what happened to you? Wait a minute, if that's ever happened to you. Wait a minute. You were like, wait a minute. I thought we were on the same page. I thought, wait a minute. What? what what? They just turn. They just turned. Jesus, you got to hear me. The Bible says, and Satan entered Judas. What does this mean? There was an entry point. There was a doorway that Judas left open. Oh my God. In prayer right now, you know what we're about to do? We're about to shut every door that you have open to give the enemy access. We're going to shut every door that you have open to give the enemy access. Bishop, what can a door be? You ready for this? Somebody says, My mother just told me a few minutes ago, we're about to handle this. Y'all stick with me. Do me a favor. If you haven't shared, share prayer tonight. You need to share. I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. Listen to this. Judas was around Jesus for three and a half years. And for three and a half years, listen to me. Judas, Judas' name, I just need to teach this, and then we're going to cover this in prayer. Judas's name, his first name, Judas, means peephole in the door. His last name is Scariot. His surname is scaria, means traitor. Which means in Judas' name, We see Judas's nature. Everybody's nature is revealed in their name. Let me give you some homework. You need to know what the meaning of the name of every person who's around you is. Because their name is going to reveal their nature. Okay? I I can walk you through this all throughout the scripture. But their name reveals their nature. Moses' name. Moshe in Hebrew means to pull out. Because they pulled him out of the now. But he pulled his people out of 430 years of Egyptian bondage. Joshua. Joshua wasn't Joshua's name. His name was Hoshea. Moses, his man of God, changed his name because Hoshea means God can save. Joshua means God has saved. He revealed his nature. You got to hear me. Everybody's name around you reveals their nature. So you need to know what their name means because some of you, you keep getting shocked by people's behavior and their, beha- their name reveals their nature. You got to hear me. We're going to keep you in prayer. I got you over here. This is Herky, I think. I got you. Just stick with us. We're about to cover prayer requests and prayers. Stick with me. Um, names reveal nature. Judas's first name, it means peephole in the door. His surname is Scaria, it means traitor. That reveals his nature. For three and a half years, the Bible says in the book of John, the Gospel of John, the Bible says that Judas had been stealing from Jesus. Now, what did he need to steal from Jesus? He had no reason to. It was his nature to do it. Father, help us to not be confused as to why certain people do certain things. But certain people, God, it's just their nature. And it is not our responsibility to change their nature. Somebody just got free right there. Who did that just help? Because you're trying to figure out why. It's just their nature. They didn't have a reason to cheat. That's just their nature. They're not loyal to anybody or anything. It wasn't you. You went first, you won't be the last Honestly, they're just not loyal to anything. They don't complete anything. You're like, why wouldn't they loyal to me? I was loyal to them. I was a good friend. To them. Was a good friend to them. They're not loyal to anything. They weren't loyal to anything. Y'all better hear that. Y'all better hear that. Okay? All right? Someone says, what if they, what if they have a uh what if they have a what if it's a crazy name or a funny name? No, that's a good question. You want to you can literally Google it, and here's what you want to find. You want to find as close to the name, to the Hebrew meaning of their name, because that's the language of God, the language of the Old Testament. That's the language of God. You want to get as close as you can. So then you said, just set me free." That's as close as um, to the original meaning of their name it, it, that you will have, all right? And every derivative of every, especially English names, every derivative is going to have a root. So you may get real complicated names, but it's going to have a root. Just go back to the root, all right? Listen, Judas's name, Judas's name meant people in the door and he was a traitor. That was his nature. For three and a half years, he was stealing from Jesus. Everybody listen to me carefully. Everybody listen to me carefully. He had no reason to steal from Jesus because Jesus was good to him. He was stealing because that was his nature. And he was concerned Jesus was going to find out about what he was doing. But look at me. But Jesus already knew. But Jesus already knew. Look at me. But Jesus already knew. How do you know? Because the disciples knew. The others knew. John knew. John was the one that told us. John knew. So everybody knew he was trying to hide, but everybody knew. So what did the enemy use? Shame against him. We're about to cover this in prayer, but I just want to teach you the principle. So Judas has an open door. His open door is that he's doing something he should not be doing, and he's ashamed about it. So what's one of the doors we need to shut? Shame. Father, in Jesus' name, we shut the door of shame. Come on, y'all. Pray with me tonight. We shut the door of shame. The door that the enemy tries to use against us to stop us, to block us, to say, well, if so-and-so knows this, if so-and-so knows this, what about this? You should be ashamed of this. You made this mistake. You did this. You had this failure. You said this was going to happen. This relationship didn't work. This didn't happen. We shut the door of shame because with shame comes its roommate insecurity. And with insecurity comes its roommate pride. Father, when we shut down shame, we shut down insecurity, and we shut down pride. We shut down shame, we shut down insecurity, and we shut down pride. There is now no condemnation. Come on, go pray with me. There is now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. If anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Old things are passed away. All things are made new. We shut the door of shame. Father, we thank you that we have a testimony. We thank you that we don't have anything to be ashamed about. We thank you that your blood covers us and forgives us. Father, forgive us for escalating the opinions of people over yours. Forgive us for escalating how we look to certain people over God, how we look to you. We shut the door of shame. We shut the door of insecurity. Which means we shut the door to pride. And the Bible says that pride goes before every fall. We shut that down now. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, if you if you agree with that prayer type, shut down. Shut down, shut down. Do not let the enemy use shame against you. Oh, you sinned. So that, oh, you messed up. Oh, you did this. Oh, mm-mm, mm-mm. He used shame, which made Judas insecure. This is why Judas was so weird acting Because he was insecure Which made him prideful Bishop what do you mean prideful Can I use Judas to teach the principle i are going to to the next part in prayer His pride wouldn't let him go to Jesus For three and a half years You've been stealing from this man And this man knows This man is Jesus' omniscient Omniscient Science All knowing All knowledge He knows everything And you're going to try to hide it from him Y'all better hit me. So so what are we doing? We're doing the same thing Adam did. This, watch me, hiding. So here's door number one, shame. Here's door number two, running. The enemy will often have you to run from a problem instead of confront a problem. To run from an issue instead of deal with an issue. Ooh, come on y'all, let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, forgive us for this second door we need to shut, the door of running. The door of avoidance, the door of not dealing with what we need to deal with, the door of not having the conversation, the door of not dealing with the issue, the door of sweeping things under the rug, y'all pray tonight, the door of procrastination, the door of I'll get to it later, the door of not today but tomorrow. We shut that door down in Jesus' name. We declare we are not those that run. Mm. Hebrews 10 says that you do not have any pleasure in them that pull back or draw back. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we declare that's not who we are. We are not those that pull back. We are not those that draw back. We are not those that run from Goliath. We are those that run up to Goliath and say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? That dare defy the armies of the living God. We are not those that avoid issues. We are not those that avoid conversations. We are not those that avoid fixing problems. We are not those that avoid issues. We are those that solve them. We are solutionists. We are those that make things happen in Jesus' name. Come on. I need you to open up your mouth, speak this, say, I'm not I'm running. running. I'm not running. Anybody talking to you, Siri? Come on. I'm not running. I'm not running. I'm not running. And some of you, watch me. You've got, You don't physically run. You emotionally run. You don't physically run, you spiritually run. You don't emotionally run, you talk. I'm just sitting back in the cut, i pull it back. Uh-uh, I rebuke that. Uh-uh, Judas never ad- addressed the issue. He never addressed the issue. Watch me, we're about to hit this third thing. Why? Because Judas is really blaming Jesus. He's really blaming Jesus. What do you mean? He's doing the same thing Adam did. Adam, did you do what I said not to do? Well, it's this woman you gave me. Everybody look at me. When you blame, your life is going to be lame. When you blame, your life is going to be lame. When you blame, you're going to be lame. And I don't need you to have a lame life. I don't need you to have a lame life. Adam blamed. What do you mean Judas was blaming Jesus? Because Judas was, y'all ready for this? He was waiting on Jesus to fix the issue. I can run now. He was waiting on the leader who didn't do nothing wrong to fix his issue. It's quiet now. He was waiting on G. Some of y'all are mad at your spouse, and you're the one that needs to fix the issue. Some of y'all are mad at your kids, and you're the one that needs to fix the issue. You're mad at your supervisor, and you're one, you don't you, you the one that needs to fix it. He's waiting on Jesus to come together. What's going on? I can hear me as the shepherd. I've had people who have said to me, Well, if you didn't check to see where I was. You a grown person. You know how to talk. Open your mouth and talk. You on social media all the time, running your mouth. You want somebody to come run after you like you a kid? No, nah, man. That's lame. That's lame. That's lame. L A M E. Lame, father. Do not let us be lame. We shut this third door of blame, where we expect other people to do what we're supposed to do. Where we expect other people to do what we're supposed to do. Where we expect other people to handle what we need to handle. Where we expect other people to address what we need to address. Father, we shut that door. It's a tool of the enemy. When when they say something, I'll say something. That's the enemy. Mm. And we shut that down. We declare that we will not blame because that that is not your nature. 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 You are the God that handles things. You are the God that when the enemy got out of order, you said, I'm not having this in heaven. Get to step it. You are the God that does not blame. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, speak this on the, this on the screen. I will not blame. I will not blame. I will not blame. Come on, you are almost done. I will not blame. I will not blame. I will not blame. I will not blame. Judas is sitting there waiting on Jesus to say something to him, and you're the one stealing. There are people right now who are mad at you, waiting on you to say something to him, and they don't want the issue with you. How many of you know? You have people. You've had people in your life that they have an issue with you, and they want you to figure out what the issue is because they won't tell you. Wait a minute. If you've had that happen, none of us like that. But you have to understand that's the trick of the enemy to keep you in offense, to keep you offended, to keep you offended. You're the one with the issue. You say you deal with it to keep you offended. Let's let's shut that fourth door down, the door of offense. The Bible says faith works by love. Faith works by love. What's the opposite of love? Listen carefully. It is being offended. Bible says an offended brother is harder to reach than a fortified city. You got to hear that. Um, It's not just hate. It is being offended. Faith works. Works means it's energized by love. Here's the fourth door we're going to shut down in prayer. The fourth door we're going to shut down in prayer. Being offended. Being offended. You do not have time. I did a whole message about it a couple weeks ago. You cannot stay offended. Father, we shut this fourth door down of being offended because we didn't like this, we didn't like that, we didn't like this, we didn't like that. That is not your nature. Faith works by love, which means the enemy wants us to be offended because if we are offended, our faith won't work. When we are offended, our faith won't work. God, we release every offense to you right now. Every person we call ourselves offended with, come on, type it on the screen, I release it. Every person we call ourselves mad with, we release it. Every person we call ourselves uh, uh, can't stand it, we release that. That is too much power for people to have. We will not walk in offense. We will not walk around being offended. We will not walk around with no attitude. We will not walk around with a chip on our shoulder. We release it right now in Jesus' name. And here, come on, I heard the Lord say this. He said, pray this in advance. We release offense in advance. So anything anybody does in the future, we decide we're not receiving that. We release that. Anything somebody does tomorrow, we're not receiving that. We release that. Anything somebody does next week, we're not receiving that. We release that because our faith works by love. And our faith will not work if we are offended, which means the enemy wants to stop us from using faith. And it's all right here. This is where those doors are at. All right here. In Jesus' name. who prayer Prayer's good, y'all. Ain't this good for us? You're spiritual, so everything has to be dealt with in the spirit first. This is why we're covering it in prayer. Because not just are you spiritual, but everything that is is spiritual. So if you just deal with this stuff in the natural, and you don't deal with this stuff in the spirit, you're literally losing your advantage. Your advantage is that you're spiritual. Your advantage is that you're a supernatural being. Do you hear know what I'm saying? This is your advantage. This is your advantage. You can't just deal with this stuff in the natural. You can't just 12 steps to this and five steps to this and six steps to this. That's good. But you have to deal with this stuff spiritually because we are spirit. Okay? we got a couple more doors we need to shut down. Do me a favor. If you haven't shared yet, I need you to share. We're almost done. we got a couple more doors we need to shut. Um, so we're dealing with Judas. We shut down a fence. We shut down shame. We shut down blame. We shut down running. Here's the next thing. Jesus knew that Judas had been stealing from him for three and a half years. The enemy wants him ashamed. The enemy wants him to think, what is Jesus going to do when he finds out that you've been stealing from him? You ready? Judas, the Bible says, let me read you the scripture in Luke 22 and three. It says, then Satan entered Judas. Then Satan entered Judas. Now, what happened before that, for Satan to enter Judas, and I want you to pay attention to this: What book of the Bible is this recorded in? Luke twenty-two. You better hear me. You got to pay attention. There's something called biblical numerology, gematria, it's the spiritual significance of numbers. Two is the biblical number of witness. It is Luke twenty-two. You're in the calendar year twenty twenty-two. Pay attention. In this, the Bible says, "Now the feast of unleavened bread, called the Passover, was approaching." And the chief priests and teachers of the law were looking for some way to get rid of Jesus as they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered Judas. What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? In Luke 22, there are some people who have declared they don't like Jesus. And them not liking Jesus has now put a target on Jesus. That target on Jesus opens up Judas, who has these issues. Remember, we talked about his name. His nature, people in the door, Iscariot, meaning a traitor. He's been stealing. So we have all of these things. So Satan has a door. You ready? Because the verse, verse four says, and Judas went to the chief priests and the officers and they discussed how they might betray him. Here's the next door we need to shut down. You ready? Relationships. Ungodly relationships. Come on, y'all. I'll wait for you to respond to this one ungodly relationships. Somebody says my birthday was 222 this year that you ever became a Christian. Praise God. I need you to hear this. I need you to hear this. I'm waiting on you to respond, but this thing is good. It was these relationships. Judas goes to these people who don't like Jesus, and these ungodly connections now feed this thought That the enemy has given Judas. You got to hear me. This is the fifth door we're about to shut down. This is the fifth door we're about to shut down. Um, You have to be careful. And I I need to say this. And I say this with all love. Who were the people who put a target on Jesus? The chief priests and the teachers of the law. Look at me. Religious people. Saved folk. Y'all got to hear me. Everybody that says they're a Christian doesn't mean that they're godly. come on. Everybody that says they love the Lord, it does not mean that they are godly. Wow. It was church people who put a target on Jesus' back. It was people with titles and collars and and robes that put a target on Jesus. What am I trying to tell me, Bishop? Is for some of you, what the enemy does to get access to you is that he dresses like something. There was a movie, and and I'm afraid I never saw the movie. I just know the title. Um, A Devil with a Blue Dress. He will put on exactly what you think something should look like. They'll say the right things. Hey, Kenya, they'll say the right things. They'll, They'll speak the right things. They'll do all that. But the whole nature... It is that this thing is designed to be your end. Here's the fifth door we're about to shut down, ungodly relationships. And ungodly relationships can actually, watch me, be with people who say they love God. I'm gonna set it there and just let you respond. I'm gonna set it there and just let you respond. Everybody that says they love the Lord doesn't mean that they're from God. The people who Judas went to betray Jesus with were not Christians. In that day, Hebrews, they were believers. I'm making it modern. I'm modernizing for us. They were religious people. You gotta hear me. You gotta hear me. For some of you single people, your only qualification can't be that they love the Lord. David loved the Lord, and David, David got around, but he loved the Lord, though. Ooh, but David had a harem. Had a whole lot of. Solomon loved the Lord. Solomon had 700 wives, 300 concubines. His girlfriend's on payroll. That's too many people to be paying. (laughs) Do you hear what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying? Do not let, just because they're a Christian, be the only qualifier for access to your life. Let's cover it in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we shut down every ungodly relationship that may even be with people who say they love God. And relationship here isn't just romantic relationship. This is friendships. This is kinships. This is partnerships. This is any type of connection we have with people. Father, we shut down all of them that are ungodly, that there would be no access point or entry point for the enemy to come into our lives to begin to corrupt us, to begin to pull us in the wrong direction, to begin to release negative things, to begin to get us off of our focus and get us off of our square. It was those chief priests and the teachers of the law, the Sanhedrin, they were the ones that turned Judas totally away from Jesus. They were the ones that turned him from the voice God had assigned him to. They were the ones that turned him. It was religious people. So, Father, we shut down the door to every ungodly relationship. In Jesus' name we pray. And we pray, God, that for every ungodly relationship, send us seven that are godly. Come on, God. For every ungodly relationship, send us seven that are godly. In Jesus' name we pray. Here's how I want you to end this prayer. Drop a seven on the screen. Drop a seven on the screen. Drop a seven on the screen. Wow. Wow. Wow, 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 right? Okay, in Luke 22, Judas goes to them and they, and then let, let me go to Luke 22 and five. They were delighted and agreed to give him money. He consented and waited for an opportunity to hand Jesus over to them when there was no crowd. He said, I'm going to find him. Because watch me. I've been around him. So I know his schedule. I know his ways. I know how he operates. I pray that every person around you that has a hidden motive or agenda, that God would show their hand. That That God would show their hand. That God would show their hand. That God would show their hand. That God would show their hand In Jesus' name we pray. Drop an amen right there. You all will only have a few more minutes to pray. Um, Can I get you to like this video, tell me where you're watching from, and share if you haven't already done that. If you haven't done the Harvest app, make sure you do a screenshot. That way you don't have to hop off a prayer. Do a screenshot. Whatever platform you're on, do a screenshot so you can get the word Harvest. Text the word Harvest to the phone number 55498 so you can get our app. All right. This is where the enemy attacks. And, about, and all of this starts with a thought that Satan introduces to Judas. These doors were open. These doors were open. That's five doors we just hit. These doors—if you came in late to prayer, go back and look at the beginning. We'll, we'll put it up on Instagram. We'll put it back up on YouTube, Facebook, all that. Our app, all that, going be up. These are five doors that we needed to shut down. Hey, Bronx. These were five doors that we needed. Minneapolis, Anderson, South Carolina. Five doors that we needed to shut down in prayer. Five doors we needed to shut down in prayer. Five doors we needed to shut down in prayer. Listen, I want to pray this last prayer, and then we're going to wrap up tonight. Um, Again, I can't stress to you enough how important you want to look at Sunday's message. Yesterday was amazing, demystifying the devil. The mainstream concept of the devil is totally unbiblical. Um, Wednesday's message is called The Devil's Already Defeated. And I want you to make sure that you're online with me at 7 o'clock Mountain Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. It's called Wednesday Night Live. That's our midweek Bible study. Uh, It's on fire. I promise you it's on fire. You want to make sure that you do not miss that. Um, Again, if you get the app, you get all the information. You go to our website, harvestchurch.church, and you can watch. Be a part of that word. We're going to go deeper from Sunday's message. We're going to go deeper. This month's series is called Angels and Demons. It's a Christmas series like you've never heard. Because everything that you saw in the natural, there was something spiritual going on behind the scenes. Um, One more thing that I want to cover as it relates to Judas and how this thing entered Judas's mind. Um, And the last door that that we're going to shut. You ready for this? It's an interesting door. Um, It's a really interesting door because you you wouldn't necessarily think, uh uh-oh. I go, You wouldn't necessarily think about uh, this door You wouldn't think about this door being an issue Or being a concern with somebody That's right next to, Judas, to Jesus But it was The Bible says that there was a woman With an issue of blood uh, or Excuse me, a woman that had an alabaster box And this woman with an alabaster box She comes in and she begins to use that She anoints Jesus' feet And Judas says we could have taken the money And uh, we could have used, used the money for the poor that's what judas says the truth is though uh is that judas because he was stealing he really wasn't trying to do that anyhow um and the bible makes reference to that i want to read you this i'm going to read it to you let's read because john is petty when he tells the story so we're going to use john's version of it because john really couldn't stand judas you can tell it in john's writing john's like i can't stand this mark he doesn't like him at all um But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who who was later to betray him, objected, why wasn't the perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief, as keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put in it. He objected to somebody doing something for Jesus. Here's the sixth door we're going to shut down. That gives the enemy entry into your life. You ready? Jealousy. Now, I'm not going to ask you to wave your hand if you know you're dealing with some jealousy because most people are like, i just jealous. All of that right there in your response tells us that there might be something there. Judas was jealous of Jesus because he didn't see why Jesus should get all of that. And you have to be careful that the enemy doesn't use jealousy. You see people on social media. They're getting this. They're getting that. they get getting married and you're not. they get getting a car and you want to do it. they get getting a new house and you want. They're getting a big deal and you're getting it. They got more followers than you. They got more people liking it. So you have to be careful that you don't let jealousy come in and be a door that the enemy uses to take advantage of you. I'm not going to ask you to wave your hand. Some of you are waving your hand. That's cool. I'm not going to ask you to do it. But jealousy. Judas was really jealous of Jesus. He was like, Why did he do all that? Why did he do all this for him? Don't nobody do that for me. Did nobody throw me a party like this? Did nobody do this for me? Why is this happening for them? Watch me. And when you're jealous, watch me, you will never, ever be able to celebrate somebody else. And haters get bitched. You cannot be jealous. Look at me. Instead, when you see God blessing somebody else, let me teach you what you do. The same God. I'm going to type it in prayer. We got to go. Type that on prayer. The same God. The same God that did this for them is the same God that can do it for me. I have no need to be jealous. In fact, I celebrate what God did for you. It's a preview. If you're my preview, then guess my guess what? My movie is going to be better. Father, in Jesus' name, we shut this sixth door down. Six is the biblical number of man. We shut, shut this sixth door down. And we pray right now, Father, that we would not let jealousy be an entry point for the enemy. That we would not let jealousy, all the battles are going on right here in our mind, that we would shut down jealousy in our mind. We have no reason to be jealous because the same God that did it for somebody else. Is the same God that can do it for me. Therefore, God, we celebrate other people's victories. We celebrate other people's breakthroughs. We celebrate other people doing well. Father, don't let us scroll with an attitude. Don't let us look with an attitude. Don't let us say, why not me? Instead, our confessor will be the same God that did it for them. Is the same God that will do it for us. Father, we seal this time of prayer now We declare that we're going to have an amazing week. We declare that we're going to end this year strong. We believe, God, that you have saved the best of this year into the last month of this year. In Jesus' name, can I get you to drop your prayer request in the comments right now? Whatever prayer request you've got, drop it in the comments right now. Whatever your request is, and we're going to cover your prayer request and believe that every prayer request is going to become a praise report. Listen, while you're dropping your prayer requests, I want to encourage you. Um, if you, um, are not again, if you don't have our app, get it, text the word harvest to five, five, four, nine, eight to get our app and that uh, you can stay connected, um, that way. All right. I see prayers for anxiety. I got you new home, whatever it is to break a soul tie That's good. You know what series you need to help you with that it is, uh, relationship revolution. There's a few of them that I've done. You need those series to help you. Um, you gotta do that. Six is the biblical number of man. It's the biblical number of man going to man. Um, uh, whatever your purpose, drop it on the screen. But get that <laughs> text word harvest at 877, or excuse me, 55498. 5, got myself, 55498. Um, we covered a lot in prayer tonight, but this is how prayer should be. Prayer should be strategic. It can't just be the Lord just bless me, the Lord just touch me, and then you go to sleep. No, you have too much to do um, to have generic prayers like that. And that's why we do it together. I got you. All right, God's got us. Let me also encourage you um, in this, uh, this uh, tonight, if prayer bless you, I want to encourage you to sow. How can you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, F-O-R-E-M-A-M with the number two. You can use PayPal, Bitmo, Zell, all of that is available. You can do that um, and sow that way. If you've got our app, uh, you can sow through our app, sow through our website. If you want to use text to give, you can text the amount to four. 844- three, two, one, select, put it in Harvest Church, tap our logo, you can do it that way. several different ways you can give. I want to encourage you So Here's what I'm going to sow tonight. Um, we talked about shutting down these six doors. Whatever you sow tonight, I want you to put a six in it. You do $50.60, $60.30. Whatever you sow, put a six in it for the six doors that we prayed to shut down. I'm showing 60, so I want to encourage as many of you can We'll sow that with me. I'm sowing 60 for the doors that we just prayed to shut down tonight. Father, we cover every single prayer request that's released on the screen. And we pray, God, that every single prayer request, God, that it become a praise report. Enter with strategy. Enter with structure. Enter with your word. Father, I pray that we would literally see testimonies begin as soon as tonight. Drop TONIGHT in all caps. As soon as tonight, we would see testimonies begin to flow in. In Jesus' name we pray. Last thing I want to do before we get off of prayer is if you're not a Christian, God came to get you tonight. This is a whole setup. Number two, um, if you are a Christian, but you've fallen away from the Lord, you need to come back. Tonight's your night. Third, if you like, Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God and I. Tonight is your night. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. One, three, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. It's eight o'clock, I'm way out of here. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, be sure. One, three, or, or the Lord, be sure. Wherever you're at, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, two, three, respond right now. Don't wait. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Nobody's gonna judge you. Whenever you were Bishop Foreman, you are in a safe place. You are in a safe place, so you don't have to worry about being judged. And if you become a Christian, recommit you yourself to the Lord, or be sure you got your emoji, or just say it's me. You got handwrite emoji, just say it's me. I got you. I see you over here on the IG. I got you. I got you. I got you. They're still responding on the IG. For those of you like, oh, I, don't wanna, I don't want anybody to see me. Jesus said, if you deny Him publicly, go do the same. Don't deny the Lord. This is your moment. He came to get you on a Monday night of all night. Who are you that God came to get you on a Monday night? This is amazing. I see you. I got you. I got you over here on Facebook. I got you. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Let's do that. Hand where we Just say it's me. I'm going to count down from five so that we can all pray together. And then we got to go five, four. Don't miss your moment. Three. Do not miss your moment. Two. Don't miss your moment. Some was a bishop prayer answered already you just pastor did that just happen tonight your testimony did that just happen tonight i you know i actually read the comments i actually be reading i try to read stay 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 up with y'all one if you need to become a christian recommit yourself to the lord i see they're still responding i'm gonna stay on one for just a second there's a few more of you that need to respond there you go there you go i got you that just happened tonight we just prophesied tonight and that just happened tonight. Come on here. See, people getting saved, praise reports are coming in on prayer. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all they're still responding over here on IG. I need y'all not to get off of prayer. This is the most important part of prayer. If if all we did was pray and nobody came to the Lord, what are we doing? Uh-uh, don't get off of prayer. Don't, don't Don't, you would want somebody to respect your moment. So let's respect everybody having their moment. Let's celebrate, they're still responding over here on IG. They are still responding over here on IG. Come on, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. that you got a have emoji and say it's me. I said I was going to count down from five. I'm still on one. I'm still on one. A half. How about that? I want a half because they're still responding. They are still responding. Hallelujah. A gift brought me to you, to God be the glory. That's awesome. That's awesome. Listen, they're still responding. I got you over here on YouTube. They're still responding. Come on, y'all, on prayer, <laughs> on prayer, people are coming to God. God brought me to you. I got you. To God be the glory. I got you. Everybody pray this with me. You can still respond. Do hand me the hand emoji says me, but everybody, let's pray. Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, everybody pray with me, and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall, give me the grace to get back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. If you just prayed that prayer, here's what I need you to do. It's super simple now. You're gonna text the word HARVEST to 55498. And you're just gonna click Salvation. You're gonna click the Salvation button. You're gonna click the salvation button. You're gonna click that button, and we're gonna shoot your text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not a hobby. Just text that word "harvest" to five five four nine eight. It's gonna send you a list of things, and you just click salvation, and we're gonna give you everything you need. Listen, why? Did, why should I do that, Bishop? Because now that you prayed that prayer, let me walk you through what to do next. That's all I wanna do. I just wanna walk you what to do next. It's kind of like buying a car, um, and you know, what am I supposed to do next? I mean, I know I drive, but like, I mean, how do I work this? How do I work that? Let me walk you through what to do next. I love you guys. Pray an amazing night. Um, we did a live Bible study. 7 o'clock Mountain Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, live on all of our online platforms. Be a part of that. And then also, uh, if you didn't so I want to encourage you to sow. Bless what blesses you. Bless what blesses you. Uh, I'm a sower. I'm a giver. Uh, I never ask people to do what I don't do. Uh, I wish I could be amongst the physical body of ours. I love your church. We love you. Love you. Where are you at? Where you at? Let us know where you're at um and you could here's the cool thing about harvest you do not have to be in denver or soon to be atlanta uh we need to harvest nashville listen don't threaten me with a good time i'm from memphis down the road you do not have to be in denver or soon to be atlanta um for those of you in atlanta if you're not part of our launch team um i haven't i didn't mention that tonight just text harvest to five five four nine eight you'll see the atlanta the atl option just type that number in and you can get connected. All right? I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. If prayer bless you, again, I encourage it. So I'm a sower. I'm a giver. Blessed. Um, we're blessed to be a blessing. So I encourage you to do that again because I see people are asking, how do you do it? You just use the cash app, dollar sign, piece phone with number two, PayPal, Big givelify The key email is send at Harvard, Church. You You use our app or website should you want to do that. Whatever you so, just put a number six in it. You 60. 50, whatever you saw, just put six in it because of those six doors that we prayed to shut down in prayer. All right, I love you guys. Shalom, have an amazing night. Love you. Love you, Facebook, YouTube, app, website, Twitch. Everybody, Over here. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo when we lost track of time. <gasps>